1: Previously on In The Moment Now if Tank, Trey Songs, Chris Brown, one of them gonna come out with a song called Russell's Prayer well damn it gonna have to be 1901 Who's next? So Dave Chappelle has a lot of people pissed off <laughs> And, um, listen It's no secret I'm a fan of Dave Chappelle. I think the man is brilliant. I think his comedy is brilliant. Does that mean I think everything he says is right? Or the way he constantly goes about it is right? No. But here's the thing, man. This goes back to what I was saying earlier. When people are creating, the best creators are going to push the limits. They're going to create thought-provoking content. I think it's hard to deny that in what Dave Chappelle is doing. Yes, we can all line up around Dave Chappelle's art and have our difference of opinions on it. Certainly. It's with any kind of art. Art is made to be interpreted however you decide to do it. It's subjective. Everybody's not going to receive it the same. But why do we expect people to? Why are we suddenly in this place where you can't even disagree with someone without hating them? Sometimes people go too far. Okay, but what's a comedian's job anymore? If a comedian simply only picks on a particular group of people, I can understand why we have to get them out of there. If a comedian spreads this out and talks about everyone evenly, Well, at the end of the day, isn't that what a really good comedian is supposed to do? Have a little something for everyone? So, if we're going to be equal, like genuinely equal in the end, black, white, LBGTQ, doesn't that mean we all have to allow ourselves to be talked about to a certain extent? If you say you can talk about everybody else, but don't talk about us, but it's not really equality. Now, if the problem here is you don't want certain groups of people who are not necessarily a part of your community to talk about certain things. I can understand that. I can get behind that. There are certain things within the black community that I don't think you should touch on if you're not black. So I get that. At the same time, I do think there's a certain way that white comedians can talk about things that are black and of the black community, and it will be accepted, laughed at, and maybe even appreciated. There's always a way. The problem is, the way to do these things, that window keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And now comedians have to adjust. And as hard as it already is to create, we have to do it with handcuffs on. And I'm not complaining, because to be honest with you, I have enough confidence in myself to be funny in any room, in a straitjacket if I have to. Modini. But I also realize that every comedian is not going to have that. And no, I'm not mad at the people who are offended by Dave Chappelle's comedy. I'm just curious as to why they care so much, if I'm being honest. Maybe that's me being a black man and having to have dealt with being insulted for being black so long that I now realize it's a part of life. If I were in an uproar for every time a comedian or a human being, period, had some disrespectful shit to say about black people... I wouldn't see a happy day. Ain't no old happy days. When Jesus was. No. So maybe there's a piece of me that feels like I get it. But what is this really going to do? Because if I'm being honest, I don't think Dave Chappelle gives a shit. I really don't. I don't think he cares. I think he knew exactly what he was doing and he created what he believed to be was a masterpiece. And there are people who will tell you that's exactly what he did. And there are people who will tell you that he didn't. But those people are now protesting and getting very upset and constantly have this special Trending and Trending, which is probably pulling in more viewers and more money, and in the end, it's going to be one of the most-watched comedy specials of all time. You want to get your voices heard? I get that. So do we. Sometime, it just makes more sense to me to ignore it. (laughs) You hate it that much? Turn it off. Like I said earlier, you don't like a podcast where there's only one person on it? There are a million other podcasts with more than one person. Literally millions. You don't have to just be mad at me. Go find someone who you love. There's plenty of comedians. You're not going to like everyone, and you're also not going to like everything that the one you do like says. That's a part of the human experience. Who has ever gotten into a relationship with someone and liked every single thing about them? I'll wait. So why do we expect that from comedians? We don't expect that from parents, kids, co-workers, pets. But you expect it from comedians. Absolute perfection in all that they do. And yet you still expect them to be funny. There are plenty of comedians who will come out and talk about nothing if we're keeping it a buck. They'll talk about absolutely nothing for an hour. They won't make your mind do any kind of exercise. They won't open your eyes to anything. They won't enlighten you in any kind of way. They'll just talk about a bunch of dumb shit. And if that's your shtick, if that's what you're into, you'll laugh. You'll go home. No harm, no foul. That's great. But there are also people in the world who want to go a little deeper, who want just a little bit more. It's kind of like music. Some people love lyrics. Some people don't give a damn about lyrics. They just want to hear the beat. But there's something for everybody. So for those people who want just a little bit of intelligent comedy, intellectual comedy, something that'll make you laugh, think, maybe even cry, it's levels. And those people who are in that box who will have the ability to do that, it's rare. It's a far cry from about 80% of this game, and I hate to see my art suffer to where even the guys who can do it will now be afraid to. Sometime I don't see how that's any different than telling a guy who's light years better than his competition to tone it down a bit so that you don't make everyone else look so bad. You hate Dave Chappelle? That's fine. You hate what he says? That's fine. I can tell you firsthand. There's a shit ton of people I don't feel the greatest about because of some of the things that come out of their mouth. You know what I do? Ignore them. It's one person. Who's next? While well, we're on the topic of speech... And insults and things of that nature. Kyrie Irving. I'll be really quick here because I know I don't like to talk about sports too much, even though I always end up talking about it a little bit. But as always, this pertains more to life. Kyrie Irving is holding out. Professional basketball player. Doesn't want to play because he doesn't want to get the vaccine. Giving up millions of dollars to do it. And a lot of the people in the media are trashing him. The majority of the people. Calling him selfish and all kinds of other things. Charles Barkley has said, listen, you don't just get the vaccine for yourself. You also get it for other people, including your family. This guy's being an idiot. So on and so forth. I've thought a lot about this. I think Kyrie may be the only person in the NBA actually giving them these issues. And the reason he can be in this situation is because at the end of the day, he's one of the very few people in the world who can do what he does at the level that he does it. So he has leverage. So he can say, hey, I don't want to get vaccinated. It's my body, my choice. And yes, he's going to lose a shit ton of money. At the same time, he can also sit home, say I'm done and I want to play and collect, I think, 30 something million. So he won't be broke. And Stephen A. Smith and a lot of people have jumped up, got right on the front line and started to tear this man a new one. Here's my thing. Again, it goes back to what I said earlier. I feel like two things can be true. I think you can disagree with someone and at the same time, not hate them. (laughs) I don't know why so many people find that difficult to do. I may not necessarily agree with what Kyrie Irving is doing. I am vaccinated. I have no problem saying that. Easy choice for me. Got to go to work. I hesitated to get the vaccine like a lot of us did. You don't want to just put random things in your body, even though I did think the Chris Rock thing was hilarious when he said some of y'all don't want to get vaccinated, but y'all go to McDonald's and eat whatever they put in front of you. All right. He's <laughs> got a point for a lot of people. My thing is, all right, you may not agree with his choice. You may think he's an idiot for giving up all that money. You may think he's an idiot for causing all of this drama. But I got to be honest. I respect his stance. Now, again, I know I have to be clear. That does not mean I agree with his decision-making. I'm not saying I would have done the same thing. But I do respect the fact that that man has made a decision about what he wants for his body, and he don't give a shit how y'all feel. (laughs) He don't care what anybody's talking about. Hey, I said what I said. (laughs) Hey, Kyrie's a dumbass. All right, cool. He don't care. If his family and his teammates are not mad at him, and I would never know if they were, in my opinion, he don't have to worry about what anybody else thinks. I don't think people ever give enough credit to the people who are willing to stand there and go, yeah, I disagree with all of you, and I'm going to do it anyway. He's not folding. That man got a hell of a crossover, but he is not crossing over. He has a handle on it. All right, let me get out of here before I make another corny-ass joke. Y'all get the point. Who's next? All right, let's keep it 100. I just want the truth in everything you say. Pain inside my heart that you can't take away. Okay. I really ain't concerned I'm nervous, y'all. Nigga, <laughs> I'm always nervous when I talk about gender. Because I was talking about comments earlier, and I'll never forget when I came to the table and I was giving some advice about Some of the double standards that I think were going on between men and women. And this woman got so upset. All I did was give my opinion. She hated me. She gave me a one star and she said I sucked. (laughs) At that point, it bothered me because I was bothered by things like that at that point. Because it's genuinely never my intentions to hurt anyone. I come out here thinking I'm helping and I'm just giving my perspective upon things that I think would actually help people. She was mad. So since that point, there's a lot of things I'm always thinking, but I don't say it. And I'm going to stop doing that, because that is not what comedians or responsible platform owners do. I will always try to be respectful, but I'm going to be honest and straightforward. And in order to make sure that I do that and keep some balance here, I'm going to talk about men and women, (laughs) because then you can't be mad at me. So there are two things I want to touch on that I've seen in relationships that I think Maybe if I say it, someone who needs it will hear it. I'll start with men. You know, I'm always saying that people don't want the truths in relationships. They say they do, but they don't. But if we're being honest, a lot of the time, that's men saying that about women. Women say they want the truth, but they never do. Now, while I do agree that that's true, if I'm being fair and honest, I also think that's true for men. and It's not talked about a lot. I heard a woman say one time, that she couldn't be honest with her man. And I was telling her, see, I hate that. It's a lot of the reason that I'm damaged. is because I don't believe in a relationship I'm ever being told the truth. I don't always think someone's keeping it real with me. And she was like, but the thing is, Mo, I try to be honest with this man. And he's got so much damn pride that he does not hear me out. Even if I try to tell him something that I think he can improve on, he like, nah, I got it. I don't need it. And when she said that, a light bulb went off because instantly I thought of a few male friends that I've known, or at least a few males that I've known. They weren't always friends. But who were that way? Not even only with women, with their dudes. So in my mind, yeah, of course, you would be like that with a woman, right? There's a lot of men who are deeply insecure to the point where they will not allow themselves to learn from their woman. That is a huge mistake, my guy. That's not confidence, but I know men who think it is. I can't show her that she's shown me something because that's a sign of weakness. I don't know where that mentality come from. Most of the things I've learned that are valuable to me have been from women. That's a fact.
0: Hey, y'all. It's Katie here from The Bird Show. Pride unites us all, and so does Atlanta United. That's why I'm giving you the chance to win a spot in The Bird Show's Pride Night Suite in celebration of Pride Month. That's right. Join me and The Bird Show crew on Sunday, June 2nd, as Atlanta United takes on the fierce rival, Charlotte FC with kickoff at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We need to beat Charlotte, so we will be loud and proud. Believe that. Oh, and by the way, did I mention Atlanta United is giving away a one-of-a-kind Pride-inspired towel, plus a $5 donation to Lost and Found Youth, an Atlanta-based nonprofit that provides services to the LGBTQ plus youth, which is included with your Pride Night ticket pack. Remember, to enter for your chance to win a spot in the Bird Show's Pride Night Suite, head over to thebirdshow.com. To guarantee your tickets and pride towel, go to atlutd.com and click the Promotional Packs tab for more details. Can't wait to see you all there, June 2nd at 4.30 p.m. Together, we are Atlanta. Atlanta United. See you there.
1: That's not to demean men or to make men of a less value, because trust me, a father is extremely important. Some of those things you have to get from a man, but what I'm saying is, a man should never feel as if he cannot learn from his woman. Where they do that at? Now, while I've never heard a lot of men admit that they have this problem, I've certainly heard a lot of women say that they have this problem. (laughs) So someone's doing it. And I'm not here to piss you off, my guy. I'm here to tell you, man, if that's you, well, you're going about it all wrong. Well, no man had that much swag or that much anything to where he cannot learn from a woman. And at the same time, I know a lot of men who will kind of have this tough physique, this macho-ness on the outside, but when your lady come give you some honesty, you can't take it. Hurts too much. You get angry, you lash out, you shut down, you do whatever you do. But that, my friend, is not manning up. That's the complete opposite. If you have a woman in your life who is willing to be honest with you, keep it a buck with you, or go out of her way to try to upgrade you, as B once said. I be the B boy. (laughs) Corporate dudes, they call shots, I call all the booze. I'm not going to lie, I didn't think that was Jay's best performance. (laughs) But it's not here nor there. The point is, not only should you appreciate her, you should listen to her. Because manning up is just that some of us men got a man up and if that woman is willing to be honest with you let her be now to the ladies i was thinking to myself you hear this thing about toxic masculinity all the time when i was younger i didn't know that was a term as i got older i heard about it i learned what it was cool and i was laughing (laughs) the other day because i was like yo why we always talk about toxic masculinity, but we never talk about the opposite of it? I never hear the term. She's like, what you talking about, Mo? And I was like, I ain't never heard nobody talk about toxic femininity. And she said, that's because you can't say it. And I, <laughs> I was like, I can't. I can't say it because I don't know if it's a thing, and I can't say it because I've never heard it. But typically in life, if something exists, doesn't that mean there's an opposite of whatever that something is? So if there's a such thing as toxic masculinity, there has to be the opposite of that. If men can't say things that are considered toxic masculinity, I'm not going to lie, I don't know exactly what all those things are. But I know it's a lot of that old school stupid shit like, you know, women belong in the kitchen and da-da-da, and I have to, all of that, right? All right, that's cool. At the same time, there are a lot of women who run around and basically use men and actually want that lifestyle. They want to meet the guy. So that they can use him for his money or his status or whatever the case. So for the women that do that, is that not toxic femininity? I don't know. I'm just asking questions here. So I went and looked it up. You know what I found? I found an article that broke down toxic femininity. Saying that wrong? I'm never going to say it right. So just accept it. Disagree with me and don't hate me. <laughs> and it gave ten examples of what toxic femininity is. In every example, were things that women do to women. (laughs) It was like mommy shaming, body shaming. These are the things that are considered toxic femininity, but I didn't see anything about what a woman does to a man. Do we not exist? (laughs) Is no one interested in the things that men go through? Do men not matter? So I don't know if there is a thing as a such thing as toxic femininity. But what I do know is there are a lot of double standards that take place. And I'm going to talk about some of them as I continue doing episodes throughout the week. I'm not going to put them all in one episode because then the women will kill me. But I was wondering the way it's so common for some women, because I do not like generalizing. Someone sent me a video the other day, and here's what it said.
2: I'm speaking to the men when I say this. I genuinely don't think women understand the effects and the impact we have on you. Because when a man loves, he loves with his entire heart, his being, his life, his soul. But when he gets hurt by that woman that he gave his all to, he hurts so much worse. That woman might as well had a gun, put it to his chest, and pulled the trigger. That's how men hurt. Men hurt that way and it breaks my heart because they don't want to be players. They don't want to be fuckboys. They don't want to have multiple streams of women. They want to have one woman that they can come home to, lay their head down on her lap and just vent to her, talk to her, love on her. But they are terrified of going through the same pain and hurt because they know how deep it feels. And it's fucked up because when they come across good women like me... They're so damaged, they don't even know what the hell to do with themselves because they're just thinking to themselves, it's just a matter of time before I get hurt if I put my all into this. However, baby, we are not going to hurt you.
1: And see, while there were points in what she was saying, I was already turned off by the fact that she said, men, this is what men want. And I don't like when men do it either. Yo, women, this is what women want. This is how women are. Yo, this is how men are. Why do so many people constantly generalize an entire gender? Yo, newsflash, all men and all women are not the same. Yes, there are similarities involved that you can kind of sprinkle upon everyone that's in that gender. But there are so many people in radio, in media, on TikTok. I hear it every day. This is what men do. This is what women do. Now you've known six men, or maybe 20. And by no, I mean dated. Don't start counting the men you just passed in the hallways at school. I'm talking about men you had genuine interactions and relationships with. Usually, it's coming from a woman who has had six to 20 relationships. All right, it's a new day. Six to 50 relationships. And you talking about what the billions of men on earth do. <laughs> what? Same thing with the men. You're all women it is, Fam. You've talked to 25 women in your life. And 24 of them you dated for two weeks. You don't know what all women do. Not to mention a lot of women will date boys and then tell you what men do. You have dated boys, ma'am. You have not dated a man. You have not found, sniffed, or been in the room with a man. I'm sorry to tell you, but that, what you're describing, was a boy. And again, you can flip that. You have not dated a woman. You have dated girls. Well, that doesn't have the same ring because of age and all that. But you know what I'm trying to say? I don't like it. I don't like the fact that everybody just tries to generalize so many things. It sounds so ignorant to me. That is your experience with the people you chose to give yourself to. There's some accountability in that for you. These are your choices. Not to mention most times, whether people want to believe it or not, men sleep with who they can, women sleep with who they want. There's a difference. Those are your choices. That is not every man on the planet. But women freely get on these platforms every day, I hear it, and just talk about what all men do. No one bats an eye. And I'm always curious as to why if a man were to get on those same platforms and say those same nasty things about all the women on the planet, He would become Kevin Samuels. Immediately. Hated. Why? Are there no good men left in the world, really? I mean, not one. To the ladies who believe that all men are trash. I'm going to tell you something. Got a lot of male friends. Got a lot of male family members. Know a lot of men in passing. Spoken to a lot of men. Met a lot of men. You're right. A lot of them are trash. But so many of them are fucking amazing, amazing men who deal with way more than they would ever really be willing to express to you, a lot of times out of protecting you from having to understand some of the pressures that they are actually facing. And shout out to those men, because every man is not trash. Sicko ward. He's so fake, when I'm so real. Yeah, I'm so sick, but he's just there. Sicko Ward goes to the clothing.